Hello, spiritual seekers, and welcome to another episode of Think Spiritual Podcasts. Yes, once again, it's Mark, your host, your friend, your spiritual teacher wannabe, the guy talking into a microphone in an empty room and with probably only his parents listening once this is uh, completed and uploaded. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. Uh, Yeah, okay. You know, I'm being very silly here at this point and quite self-deprecating. That's uh, really my humor style and something I haven't really shared very much on Think Spiritual. I'm always so serious. And yes, I am late getting this episode out. Last week was a little bit rough as I was down and out with a cold and was actually feeling quite stressed out about all the effort I have been throwing into this podcast. I really want to keep doing it, and I think it's important for myself to keep it up. I just have to keep learning to listen to my body and my emotions and not let myself get worked up about how fast it's taking off or whether it's taking off at all, for that matter. (laughs) I keep saying that this project is ultimately for my own benefit. It's just, I don't know. I'm not sure if all parts of myself are happy with that idea or not. You know, ego comes into it, you know, that kind of thing all the time, right? Uh, But at the moment, I'm kind of having fun here with my new podcast room and with my new uh, EVRE320 microphone connected to every single piece of gear that I have. Wow. Uh, Yeah, this is actually a really fantastic microphone. I really like it. I'm really loving my room setup. Uh, If you want to have a look at the room, I have some short videos on YouTube about putting it together and I'm hoping to be able to get into some live casting. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, that feels like it's going to be a lot of work, and especially so if my parents are the only listeners. That's one of the things that's kind of stressing me out. Am I doing things because I want to do them, or because I feel like I have to do them? Anyway, this is Examining the Spiritual Elements number 3, and today it's all about Star Trek and specifically about one of the more disliked Star Trek films. The first, the original, the 1979 epic, The Motion Picture. Uh, I've actually uh, almost put off recording this Star Trek examination a second time. I delayed it last month because I wanted to get Thor Ragnarok done first. And then I watched another movie that I started writing a script for, And the further I got into it, the more mired down some of my ideas got. So here I am back to Star Trek. Uh, This script has been finished for quite a while, really, but I kind of keep modifying it little by little and kind of bring it in line with other ideas I've been expressing on Think Spiritual. Uh, You know, as I keep expressing new ideas and talking about other things, I keep learning more. And that was really the whole point of starting this podcast in the first place. So I guess that is some measure of success, at least. Uh, The examination of this movie will be a little bit different from the previous two. Well, why? Well, you know, Soldier and Thor Ragnarok, they're very linear in terms of how, you know, their spiritual elements are presented. So it makes it really, really easy to describe the plots and explain the details as I go along, you know, and the meanings of the concepts being portrayed. So, on the downside, it does take longer to run through all of those concepts in such a linear fashion. 
And, you know, so this one should be a little bit shorter, possibly. Maybe not. We'll see how it goes. So with this first, very first Star Trek film, the concepts I'm about to present to you are really spaced pretty widely throughout the film. And the broader concepts are more of a feeling than something presented to you on a plate in specific order. Okay, if you're not familiar with the movie, here is the general plot. A gigantic cloud, nearly 300 million kilometers in diameter, has been detected hurtling toward Earth and Enterprise is the only starship in range to intercept it. Of course. The cloud does have weapons, and it has destroyed ships and space stations as it journeys onward. When the Enterprise reaches the cloud, the crew manages to contact what is inside of it uh, just before they are ultimately blown away. They enter the cloud to find a colossal vessel, something around 100 kilometers or more in length, at the heart of it. Enterprise is pulled inside this vessel only to discover that they are inside a living machine called V'ger that is looking for its creator. If V'ger doesn't find the creator, it will wipe out humanity. Okay, and I know that this next part that I'm going to say, it may not seem necessary for me to mention, but this is the movie's tagline. The human adventure is just beginning. I will tie this in with my primary points as we move along. So, if you haven't seen the movie, I should warn you that I may give away, you know, a few things that you may not want to know. I won't give away the primary reveal of what V'ger actually is. Uh, I quite enjoy that moment in the movie, and I feel like it should kind of be relished, and if you haven't seen the movie, it should be a bit of a surprise to you at least. Uh, or maybe some people find it cheesy. I kind of like it. Many Star Trek fans and moviegoers in general feel that this movie is, well ultimately terrible uh it's slow moving it is uh it's padded with long scenes that are strictly visual in nature and i do agree to some extent but my love for this story completely outweighs any negative feelings i have towards the cinematic pacing uh, i'm always really looking forward to the next poignant scene uh or you know there are certain bits of dialogue that i find really funny and really humorous maybe not everybody does but i look forward to those as well so the overall theme of this film is the same as it is for most of the other Star Trek films in the franchise, uh, self-sacrifice. However, this is not the theme that I'm going to explore here. Uh, I have two alternate themes to present instead. The first theme is this. Human science and human spirituality really need to be in harmony with one another. Now, I could say science and religion to put it in terms that maybe you might understand more readily, but religion and spirituality are not one and the same. Religion is structured and generally explored as a group, while spirituality is unstructured and generally self-explored. So to really put it in simplest terms, science is about understanding the physical universe and physical existence, while spirituality is about understanding the internal, intangible universe of the individual person. V'ger is really the epitome of this theme of science and spirituality and of bringing them together. V'ger is a being of pure logic. V'ger has all the knowledge in the known universe, 
But V'ger has no soul. V'ger has no emotions, no imagination. And V'ger requires both these and other human qualities to evolve further. V'ger must embrace the other, the unknown, something that is not necessarily tangible. V'ger has to join with its creator in order to comprehend its own existence and purpose. Now, but here is the most interesting part of that, is the, uh, the creator must also join with its creation in order to reach beyond its current potential. Man created V'ger, thus man must join with V'ger. Man must embrace knowledge and logic in order to also become all that he, she, was meant to be. When the Enterprise crew discover that man is V'ger's creator, the ship's executive officer, Will Decker, well, he jumps at the chance of great adventure. Will becomes one with V'ger when he keys the code sequence that begins V'ger's evolution. Will and V'ger vanish in an explosion of light and energy, leaving the Enterprise and her crew floating in space. The assumption is that Will or the new Will V'ger entity traveled to another dimension. Uh, but it's ultimately unknown, and I'm not certain if any other Star Trek media ever explored what did happen to them. I often wonder if V'ger was disappointed to discover that the answers to its questions most likely just led to more questions. Did V'ger discover that the meaning of life is in the journey, not the destination? Uh, did V'ger discover that life is really a series of journeys? I don't know. We don't know what happens there. But I believe that this imagery of a harmonious blending of science and spirituality was Gene Roddenberry's vision for Star Trek and his hope for humanity's future. Science hurdles humanity towards a technologically advanced future, while spirituality keeps humanity grounded in what makes us human. I really feel that Star Trek The Motion Picture and Wills and V'ger's joining was Roddenberry's vision specifically stated. So the second, the second theme I wish to explore is wholeness or oneness of being. While V'ger and Will Decker certainly become whole and one entity, the character I really want to focus at this point on is Spock. In the director's cut of Star Trek The Motion Picture, there is an early scene of Spock in his home planet of Vulcan. On his home planet of Vulcan. You're not in a planet, you're on it. In this scene, uh, Spock is about to complete the Kolonar, the Vulcan ritual of purging all emotion and attaining pure logic. Uh, before the ritual is complete, something calls to Spock from outer space. Now, pay attention here. Something calls to him from beyond. Once again, we have the hero's journey motif, the call to adventure, with a character that is reluctant to take this path. Spock is half-human, half-Vulcan, and this thing from beyond sings to his human blood, even though Spock is in the process of renouncing that part of himself. The colonar is halted, and Spock is left feeling rejected and at odds with himself once more. The point here is that Spock is at war with himself. He is looking for answers, but he is ignoring the fact that he already knows. 
He wants to follow the path of logic so he is not deemed as different from other Vulcans. But his human half demands that he not purge the emotions that make up such a huge part of who he is as an individual. He is not meant to be just part of the masses. He is unique. Nearly 40 minutes of screen time pass before we see Spock again. And this time he is back aboard Enterprise. And it's very clear that he is not happy to be there. Uh, he is convinced that the entity that called him from space has some kind of an answer for him, and that is the only reason he has accepted this call to adventure. When Spock eventually encounters V'ger, it is a real shock to his system in more ways than one. V'ger is everything Spock has always wanted to be, a being of pure logic. But Spock discovers that V'ger is barren and cold, and is desperately seeking answers to the same questions that Spock is asking. Is this all that I am? Spock eventually comes to understand that logic and knowledge are not enough. Uh, he realizes that he has the answer within himself, acceptance of all parts of himself. The wholeness of his Vulcan logic and his human intuition and emotions. When Spock comes to this understanding, he actually weeps for V'ger. Spock can relate with the alien. He knows what V'ger needs, and Spock is grateful that he has within himself the capacity to understand his emotions and derive a sense of purpose. I don't know if, you know, all Star Trek fans were happy about Spock's tears, but you have to understand that Vulcans do have emotions they simply suppress them. Spock's human, half-human physiology will not allow him to continuously suppress his emotions, just as we are not supposed to. We have emotions because we need them. Our emotions tell us when things are right or wrong, when it is time to fight or back down, when we need to talk, and when we need to listen. Problems arise when we do not heed our emotions. Problems also arise when we do not heed our logic and reason. Do you see the connection here? I have laid out two themes, but they are ultimately one and the same. Our logic and reason is science. Our emotions are spiritual. Only the harmonious balance of the two can bring about wholeness or oneness of being. This is true whether we are talking about the world as a whole or in reference to an individual person. These are the themes that are presented to us over and over again, in all types of media formats and in countless stories, but most people are still not grasping the concepts. Star Trek The Motion Picture was released in 1979, but we are struggling even harder with the barriers between science and spirituality almost 40 years later. What will it take to get the message through? Will Gene Roddenberry's vision for a balance between science and spirituality ever come to fruition? I think it's possible, but to do so, we really have to face our inner self and truly become whole and complete individuals. Uh, perhaps that means becoming one with our creator, whatever we deem that to be. Or perhaps it means accepting all parts of yourself, especially the parts you don't like. Spock is proof that it is possible, 
V'ger is proof that it is possible. Todd from the movie Soldier proves it is possible. Thor also proves it is possible. I myself am proof that this vision is possible. Whatever your situation is, you can face yourself and your circumstances and become something new and different. You can take the hero's journey. You can take the left-hand path. You can venture into the true final frontier. Let the human adventure begin with you. And there we have it, my interpretation of the spiritual elements of Star Trek The Motion Picture. In spite of its slow pacing, this movie actually really is one of my favorite Star Trek films, and it's one of my favorite movies in general. So how do you feel about my conclusions? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Please let me know in the comments or send me a message. Whatever you'd like to do. Let me know what movies have great significance in your life. And, you know, maybe I'll look them up and end up doing a podcast about one of them. I have been your host, Mark. This has been episode three of the Examining the Spiritual Elements of Movies series. And I know that if you change yourself and delve into the final frontier of your soul, that you will absolutely change your world. I'll see you on the next episode of Think Spiritual Podcast. Thank you.